Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash malicious compliance, where a stupid manager tries to take on the United States military. Our next Reddit post is from Magic Pretend Account. So this all happened in the last few weeks. For reference, I'm a battalion level officer in the Army Reserve. While I was getting my master's, I signed up for an overnight job. For the most part, my coworkers are 19 to 20 year olds in college or just out of high school. The pay was good, and I could focus on my studies all night. I graduated with my master's in 2018, but the job market for my field in my area was tough for a while. I had a good relationship with the owner of my company, and the pay was pretty good. Plus, the army has me working in my field, so I just decided to stay. Fast forward to six months ago. I've been here for four years now. Every manager or supervisor has nothing but praise for me, and I've made zero mistakes that have cost the company any money or time. I got a new boss, who's a good guy and flexible. He works with people to get the schedules they want. But over time, personal issues or something get to his head. I suspect that he doesn't like struggling to schedule around my military duties, but who knows. He starts calling me names, being condescending to me, or ranting at me every time he sees me. He keeps telling me he wants me to clean things up, but he's never able to quite articulate what he means, and my attempts never satisfy him. One time, he ranted at me for sweeping wrong. Another time for calling when nobody showed up to relieve me for an hour past my shift, and the guys on the schedule said they were told they didn't need to come in. When he does manage to give a specific instruction, he'll show up the next day and rant and yell that I didn't do what he asked me to before he asked me. Well, now my comfortable, well-paying job is no longer peaceful, and I have better things to do than listen to a man-child be angry at the world every day. So I hop on Indeed and apply for a couple of jobs in my field. By now, I have a master's and six years of experience working in my field in the army. So I land some interviews, and within a few weeks, I get an offer for double my salary. Soon after, before I quit my old job, my manager becomes enraged that a garbage can is dirty. I kid you not. He's honestly upset that a garbage can is dirty. I listen to him rant and name call and all that fun stuff, and the next day, I roll my eyes and wash the garbage can. He responds by yelling at me some more because I didn't wash it before being told to. He called me names and threatened to fire me. So I shrugged and wrote up my two-week notice and gave it to him the very next day. It turns out his threat was a bluff, and he is now very short-staffed, so he blew up again. Yawn. The next day, though, I noticed something very strange on our work app. My time-off request that I had filed months ago for my upcoming military orders had been denied. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I laughed it off because obviously that's a misclick on his part, but nope. I come in for work again, and he very smugly informs me that I'll be working through the whole next week. I said, uh, I have military obligations. I don't care. I denied your time off request. I have orders from the military. I can't be here. Nope, I denied it. Uh, you can't do that. Yes, I can. This is what you get for not respecting me and acting like a child. I'm denying your time off request, so figure it out. (laughs) Oh my god. Can I have it in writing that you're denying me unpaid time off for military duty? Ladies and gentlemen, if I asked for something in writing, a smart man would stop and reconsider. 
a smart man actually would have realized well before talking to me that trying to tell an army battalion that they can't have one of their captains because a 35-year-old civilian middle manager is being petty is a really dumb idea and is, in fact, illegal. But my boss is not a smart man. Maybe he once was, but he's now an angry, vengeful, petty man that, at this point, believes that he has won a mighty victory over his enemy. So, <laughs> oh my god. So he puts it in writing, and then walks off with a confident swagger, shouting over his shoulder, Figure it out! If you insist. So after my shift, I wait for our main office to open, and I call the company's owner for the first time since a new boss started. We have a friendly chat, and then I tell him that I'm calling just to warn him that his manager is trying to pick a fight with the United States Department of Defense, and that I wanted to call and let him know so I could get it resolved unofficially. The owner thanked me for calling him, assured me that of course I would have those days off, and he asked me what my perceptions were of my new boss. I gave him my opinion that he was once great, but he's turned into the most toxic, abusive person I've ever worked for. We wished each other well and then hung up. I don't know what happened next, but I suspect the owner politely and calmly informed the manager that small businesses do not like their managers picking fights with the federal government. Because when my new schedule came out, I had my drill days off and my boss avoided me after that. I'm taking a vacation after my drill and then starting my new job as an expert in my field on Memorial Day. Meanwhile, my old manager will remain working there, being angry, frustrated, and stressed. I figured it out, boss man. Alright, so I am not a member of the US military, but I was really curious as to what would have happened if OP had gone to the military instead of his boss. After reading a few posts from other military people and doing some googling, I found out this information. So there's this thing called USERA, which stands for the Uniformed Services Employment and Reemployment Rights Act. And basically, it outlines all the rights that enlisted people have when they're employed with the military, but also employed in civilian companies. So, obviously, if your boss tries to say, we need you to work on Saturday, but the U.S. military says, we need you to work on Saturday, the U.S. military wins. So, on that note, I'm going to read this reply from Rusui. A business that doesn't comply with USERA can be sued, as well as criminally charging individuals involved. And when the United States federal government leads a lawsuit, it's never going to be some trifling amount. And then Spuds McGee Johnson adds, Years ago, the fine for USERA to just open an investigation was like $10,000. So essentially what I'm reading is that a civilian employer can't stop someone from attending military drills, and they can't fire them for it either. And if they tried to, the full weight of the Department of Defense would come down on this employer immediately. Also, down in the comments, we have this story from Night Manager. There was this TV show about gate agents for Southwest Airlines and the fits that people would throw for various reasons. But one of my favorite scenes was an overbooking event. This gate attendant was telling this guy that she was bumping him from the flight and he said, you can't do that, I'm... but she cut him off. She then started arranging luggage transfers, who would fly where, getting him another flight, getting another family set up, and a couple of minutes of her ordering people around to do all this stuff. When she finally stopped, he pulled out some paperwork and again said, No, I mean you can't bump me because I'm military and I'm traveling under orders. I've never served, but apparently airlines can't legally bump you if you're traveling under orders. 
Her shoulder sagged, and she got on the radio and started undoing all the things she'd been doing and arranging everything to get him back on that flight. Our next Reddit post is from Ulfer. Most days, weather permitting, me and my dog will head to the local dog park at about the same time. Since we're usually there around the same time every day, I recognize most of the dogs and their parents. Fairly frequently, new friends show up and everyone gets to know each other. It's a good time. One morning, a dog was engaging in an icky thing that dogs do sometimes, which was finding a nice, fresh dump on the ground and promptly rolling around in it. Now, I don't recognize this dog that's vigorously applying dog cologne, but that's no problem. I see one unknown dog and one unknown woman, so I put two and two together. Having rescued a dog previously who was a notorious poop roller, I decided this woman might like a heads up, since she's talking on a cell phone not watching her dog, and nobody wants to be in an enclosed space with a diarrhea diver. I walk over to the woman, wave, and say, excuse me. This Karen turns to me, covers the bottom of her phone, and hisses, I'm on the phone! Well then, my mistake. I mosey on back over to the group of people I know, and now we're all watching Karen's dog find five further fresh piles of feces to frolic in. Eventually, Karen gets off her super important phone call and summons her dog to leave. And right after she attaches the leash, she shouts, Ugh! Why didn't anyone tell me that he was rolling in doo-doo? I raise my hand and wave and say something to the effect of, Hey, ma'am? Yeah, hi. You were on the phone. She turns beet red and makes hasty tracks to her car. She hasn't been back since, and I don't know why. Her dog was awesome. Well, looks like Karen's going to be driving home with the windows down, which I'm sure her dog will just love. Our next Reddit post is from Sinful Panda. I was going to a family event, and I stopped at a local fresh ice cream shop on my way there. My boyfriend goes in to get a gallon of ice cream, and he comes back all exasperated, telling me the girl at the counter won't sell him a gallon of ice cream. So, I exited the car, go up to the window, and I ask for a gallon of ice cream. The ice cream shop server says, We can't sell you a gallon of that flavor. Are you out of that flavor? No, we just don't sell it by the gallon. It doesn't matter what size the container is in, I just want to purchase a gallon of it. We can't sell you a gallon. Okay, I'll have two half gallons. We can't sell you half gallons either. Okay, then what size container do you sell this flavor in? We have a quart, a pint, a cup, or a cone. Great, I'll have four quarts, please. The ice cream shop server puts four quarts of that flavor of ice cream on the counter with a lot of snark. You can't just buy a gallon in any flavor. We only have half gallons of vanilla and chocolate. I give this guy a blank stare. Four quarts is a gallon. Huh? Really? Yeah, two pints are a quart and four quarts are a gallon. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm a YouTuber. I own my own business. I own a podcast. And like, obviously, I do a lot of research on what it takes to like build a business, how to be a business owner, how to grow your business, things like that. And one of like the best lessons that I've ever learned, which doesn't really apply to YouTube, but it does apply uh, for like businesses where you sell a product. It's always stuck with me is Set up your business so that each customer can spend the most amount of money that they're willing to spend, right? If you set up your business so that the most that anyone can spend at your business is $5, then you'll only ever make $5 per customer. But if you set up your business so that there's a $5 option and a $20 option and a $100 option, then sure, most people will go with the $5 option. 
But if one or two people a day goes with a $100 option, then that one customer is worth the equivalent of 20 people who spend $5. So if you've got people coming to your ice cream store and they say, hi, your ice cream is so good, I want to buy extra. I want to buy more than normal. And you're going to say, no, you have to buy less. What is, what is wrong with these people? Clearly, the solution to this is to buy a gallon container, leave them empty. Sure, maybe you'll keep like some um, vanilla and chocolate gallon containers on hand because they're probably the most popular. But if someone wants, you know, a gallon of rum raisin or mint chocolate chip, then you just say, okay, we can give you a gallon, but it'll take us a few minutes to fill the container. Is that okay with you? And they'll probably say, sure, no problem. And then you make extra money. Do you not like money? If you, <laughs> if you don't like money, why? Because I like money. Our next Reddit post is from Fochian Fong. For months, every time I visit my friend in a rather nice neighborhood, I've seen this car on an empty street with a basketball hoop in the trunk. I mean, the basketball hoop is mounted in the trunk with the trunk lid removed and is standing vertically at regulation height. Yesterday, I finally asked my friend the story. Apparently, a local dad had put up a basketball hoop on the street so his kids could safely shoot some hoops since there was zero traffic on this road. At the end of this dead-end street is a fence bordering a trailer park. The man in the trailer on the other side of the fence reported it, and the cops had to get the dad to take it down. Annoyed that this guy was preventing his kids from playing basketball, the dad bought a car for a few hundred dollars. And then he had a shop down the road weld the basketball hoop into the trunk. There aren't any parking rules for the street, except that a vehicle can't remain in one place for more than 14 days. So, every 14 days, the dad moves the car to the other side of the street. Many kids in the neighborhood now come to shoot hoops nightly. The cops have left a handful of towing notices about the car, but have since stopped responding to complaints about its presence. So, it seems the basketball car is here to stay. <laughs> Alright, so OP includes pictures of the car in question. And <laughs> for those of you who are listening and not watching... Imagine this, like, old, sucky four-door car, and just the trunk has been ripped off of it, so it's trunkless. And then, <laughs> just sticking up vertically out of this trunk is, like, a regulation basketball hoop. So, this father, man, I like to imagine that while his kids are playing basketball out on the street, this guy walks up to the fence next to the trailer park, and it's just, like, shooting the breeze with the guy who reported the basketball hoop originally, and he's like, so, how you doing? Nice day to shoot some hoops, isn't it? Right? <laughs> Doesn't that seem like something that this guy would totally do? Our next Reddit post is from Goldor. So, my dad worked as a lifeguard in a condominium complex. They had a rule that nobody was allowed to enter the pool area without a pool pass that proved they lived there. Now, my dad would sometimes let people in without a pass. Not people he didn't know, of course, but people he knew had a pool pass and knew for certain lived in that complex. There were a few old people who were nearly always at the pool when my dad was on duty. They would always watch him and make sure that he wasn't letting people in without passes. They would always come up to him afterwards and say, Why did you let them in without a pass? I should come in without my pass then. After a while, my dad got pretty tired of people nagging on him like this, so he decided to follow the rules word for word and not let a single person in without a pass. One day, one of those old people came in without their pass. They tried to just walk past my dad when he stopped them. My dad said, Sorry, it's against the rules for me to let you in without a pool pass. Of course, this old person wouldn't just accept the irony and leave. Instead, they had to yell, scream, and make a scene. 
Even after trying the classics like, I've lived here for 20 years. Do you know who I am? And the obvious, I want to speak to your manager. Even after all that, my dad wouldn't budge. They eventually calmed down and just left. This didn't stop people from nagging him, but they did get a healthy dose of malicious compliance. That was r slash malicious compliance, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.